there are entrepreneurs and business leaders that are making so much more than profit in their enterprises. They're also giving back to the community, and so can you. Welcome to Be More, Achieve More, inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind with host Chris Cooper. If you are looking to make the most of yourself and your business, then you will want to stay tuned for the next hour. Here's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper from BeMoreAchieveMore.com, and I'm delighted to be back with you again for the 101st show today. And we're going to talk about clouds and how influential are you uh, with my guest today, Terry Brock. But firstly, before we do that, I'd love to say a big thank you to last week's show guest, twice world champion row and speaker Meta Block, who joined me for my 100th show. Yes, September 2011, Meta was my first ever guest. So it was amazing to talk with her again and get her views on showing up and to discuss with us some of the key learnings that I've had over 100 hours now of um, being more cheap, more inspiration for the entrepreneurial mind. So brilliant to talk with her. Um, this week, I've had um, a little bit of fun um, last night with my children. For those of you who celebrate Halloween, I took out my seven-year-old and three-year-old um, Halloweening, doing trick or treat. And it was lovely. We decided for a change to, to give out cakes as opposed to asking for sweets and we went with about 15 other children and my children learned a couple of great lessons yesterday they learned that if they give more in terms of giving cakes they actually received more back which surprised them and my son also asked the oldest one how is it daddy that um, some people didn't take cakes from me and I said well what you what could you have said to them because it's about sometimes how you show up what could you have said to them that would have made them want to take a cake from you and he said well daddy I guess I could have said well, thank you for being so kind and giving us some sweets. And as a result, we'd like to give you a cake. I think that would have done the trick every time. And today, I'm therefore, we're going to talk about uh, things like how do you influence people? And, you know, by influence, we have to give sometimes to receive. So that story seemed uh, quite appropriate. So let's talk today about influence and why clout really matters. Now, clout is a website it's a, and a mobile app that uses social media analysis to rank its users according to online social influence via the clout score. And if you want to know how influential you are via social media, then clout is becoming the standard of measurement. So much so that hotels, airlines, employees are now beginning to check your clout score to help determine the level of special service they might offer you or to check out how much influence you really do have. Companies, uh, when recruiting, have been using this uh, for uh, for certain roles. Um, I guess if you're a speaker, for example, you know that could be an example where people would want to check you out. Terry Brock is a friend of the show. He's been on the show before, and he's co-written a new book, Clout Matters, How to Engage Customers, Build Your Digital Influence, and Raise Your Clout Score for Success with Gina Carr. He's going to help us understand what clout is and the specific actions we should take to influence our clout score. So I would recommend with Terry... Get a piece of paper out and make some notes. I always do every time I, I talk with him. Terry L. Brock is a professional speaker. He's a marketing coach. He's written about technology, marketing, and the Internet as a journalist since 1995. And he's been in business since 1983, helping business leaders and professionals achieve success in industries such as banking, distribution, sales, marketing, real estate, and finance. He has a background in radio and newspapers. He was editor-in-chief for AT&T's blog. He works for Microsoft, has played an important role for Skype. He brings a real fresh perspective on um, marketing technology, and he's spoken in, a, in now over 25 countries. So I'd like to be, say a big welcome to, um, to Terry Brock, live from Florida. Well, hello there, Chris. Great to be with you today. And you too. Um, brilliant to talk with you again, Terry. I imagine over there it's probably sort of 75 degrees and you're sort of sipping a cocktail where it's, it's rather chilly and gray over here in the UK. That's true. It's a little, actually, we're not at the cocktail stage yet. We're uh, having some nice morning tea, uh, but uh, enjoying it. And yes, the temperature is just perfect. <laughs> Fantastic. So shall we start, Terry, with, with me asking you, what is clout from your perspective? And why did you decide to write a book about it? 
Well, clout is one of those things that gives you the ability to objectively look at what's going on with social media. And it's one of the reasons why my co-author, Gina Carr, and I decided to put this together because we hear so much about social media. We know it's important. We know that we need to be aware of these things. But it's like there's Twitter and then there's Facebook and then there's LinkedIn and then there's Tumblr and then there's Reddit and then there's YouTube and then there's da, 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 so many. And oh, another new one today that just came out. And it gets really confusing. Clout is a way to look at all of this and to measure how are you doing with that? How effective are you at being influential? How effective are you at reaching goals and being a good social media citizen? And that was one of the reasons why we liked it because uh, for me, my background is in marketing and relationship marketing, building relationships with people. And I see that clout is a way to help you to measure how are you doing. In a way, it's kind of like a BMI, the body mass index that they'll use in medicine, whereas your wife being a medical doctor can relate to this, that uh, if some, let's say someone is very much overweight, morbidly obese, and they drink uh, 14 gallons of Jack Daniels every day, and they smoke 24 packs of cigarettes. Okay, they're doing a lot of things bad. They would go to a medical professional to get help with that, and they wouldn't say, gee, I need a better BMI. Instead, they'd be saying things like, uh, hey, I need to uh, improve my health. And the BMI would be a way to measure that. Well, cloud is a way to measure how are you doing in social media. And so for me, that was the real impetus to get into it. And really, of course, as we got into it more, we found this is a marvelous tool and a marvelous way of looking at things more objectively. Rather than saying, oh, I think this person is more influential than that one. Well, my gut feeling says this, and people can debate on that. We now have a more objective number from 0 to 100, 100 being the highest, and it's changing every day. Every day, your clout score will adjust and go up or down. And so you get a chance to see how effective you're doing. That's why I think clout really matters, that, uh, hey, it helps us to uh, do things better in the world of social media. So, so just tell me, I mean, who actually out there is using cloud, you know, really, really right now? And, and who needs to care about it? Well, I think that's an important question. Who needs to care and is one, anyone really using it? Or is it just like uh, elementary school or I think you would call it primary school, uh, you know, on playground and little children running around, who's the coolest today? No, it's not that. It's being used now by, for example, major motion pictures. Let's suppose you're the producer or the director for a major motion picture and uh, there's a lot of money at stake, over 100, say $150 million are at stake here. And you've got three actors you need to choose for a key role, actor A, actor B, actor C. And they all have a body of work, some successes, they have some disappointments in their career and all that. Which of the three do you select for this particular role? Well, now clout is factoring in there and many Hollywood producers, Hollywood directors are using clout to help them make the decision. It's not the only key, but if you've got actor A, B, and C, and A has a score of, oh, say 20, B has a score of 50, C has a score of 85 to 90, that's going to make a big difference because really it is about influence. Who has more influence to be able to bring more people into the box office? And you see, it's also changing the way that commerce is done as well in a major way. In the past, Companies would say, gee, we want to get our message out to these people, so we're going to buy this radio, we're going to buy this television, we're going to buy this newspaper, and it's going to blanket all these people, and there's going to do the old spray and pray method, spray it out there and pray that maybe somebody will hear it that's going to buy. Instead, clout now is working with brands, with companies like that, so that, for instance, Chevy Volt was used recently. Chevrolet said, hey, we want to target people who are, number one, very influential in the area of automobiles, and number two, influential in those who are very interested in the environment. And so they worked with Clout. Clout was able to identify these people who are most influential there, and Chevy came to them and said, we're going to give you the keys for a Chevy Volt for a long weekend, and just have a good time with it. If you want to say something, fine. You don't have to. There's no requirement and you don't have to say something positive. It's up to you. Here are the keys. Have a good time. And that was excellent advertising for Chevy. So it sounds a bit like ignore it at your peril if you're somebody where, who as part of their work needs to be influential. 
Mm, I like the way you say that. Yeah, I think ignore it at your peril. It's like people will say, well, it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. I don't want it. And some people will say that. But uh, I think, well, I hope those people are my competitors uh, because it really does matter. Matter of fact, let me give you an example. We've got our book, Clout Matters. And here's a story that came in after that. One of our friends, uh, J.B. Glossinger, is in our mastermind group. He's got the number one podcast for personal development in the world. And uh, we were at our mastermind meeting with all of us sitting around. We were explaining what clout is and all that and how it works for him. Well, he is uh, – he had a situation where it really did matter for him. He and his wife go back and forth between Fort Lauderdale, Florida and Bogota, Colombia. She's from Colombia. And so they're going back and forth. They were down in Bogota and they had some business meetings, had to make a change in their flight and they were staying a few days extra. He then called up the airline and said, well, we got to make this change on our tickets. And they said, OK, that will be – be $800 extra that you need to spend for the change in flight. And he said, $800? Whoa, that's a lot of money. And then he thought of what we talked about with clout and how it's so important. And he said, wait a minute, here's who I am. And here's the followers that I have. And here's my clout score. You can look it up. Check me out. Don't take my word for it. Check it me out and then call me back. Well, a little while later, he got a call back from the airline and they said, Oh, Mr. Glossinger, we thank you so much for flying with us. Thank you very much. And by the way, yes, we did check you out. We see your cloud score. And uh, for you, we're waiving that $800 fee. And by the way, we're also moving you and your wife to the front of the plane because they see how influential he is. And a brand wants people who are extraordinarily influential saying good things about them. These people who are very influential – that have high cloud scores tend to write. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They are influencing a lot of people. And so the airline wants positive vibes going out. And if someone says, oh, I don't care about cloud. I'm not going to do anything with it. Well, fine. They would be in that situation. They'd be the one saying, oh, I'm so uh, upset now with the airline, but I'm going to have to pay $800. I think it's worth it to pay a little attention to doing a few little things to make sure your cloud score is a little bit higher. Yeah. And there are people out there who are influential but don't use social media that much. I, I guess what it it does, it draws you into the necessity to start to use social media well. Yeah, exactly, because social media is not going away. It started as something for kids. In fact, Facebook was called The Facebook, which is the exact name they've used for decades, for a long, long time at Harvard uh, for their yearbook. It was called The Facebook, and they called it that, and then they dropped The, the and eventually it became just Facebook. It was only for college kids. Well, now – Facebook, Twitter, all of these have serious business applications. And if a business is not using social media, they're in trouble. Clout shows you how to do it right. It gives you certain things. And we go through in depth in the book in kind of a step-by-step fashion. Here's what you do. You don't have to be a genius, but just do this and this. And if you do this little thing here, this little thing there, it's going to help boost your clout score, help you to be more influential and connect with people more. Right. So we've really kind of established why the you know, brands are interested in increasingly so in clout because they, they are interested to know about the people who are going to say good things about their products or potentially bad things. And therefore, your clout score, which is between naught and 100, it matters, doesn't it? Oh, yes, it really will matter, and it matters uh, even more particularly when you have a business that goes beyond a small local geography. If you are a uh, writer, if you are an author, if you're a speaker, if you're an actor, if you're someone who does professional services, this kind of thing will matter. Now, it doesn't matter as much. Let's say you're a, a cardiovascular surgeon and people are interested in you. It won't matter as much. People aren't going to choose their cardiovascular surgeon based on a cloud score. However, within the cardiovascular surgeon community, those people there, it will matter of who's more influential. And then people that are selling to that community will find those that are more influential than others. They want them saying good things about them. So it's something to use, even if it uh, isn't directly related, it helps you to measure how you're doing. And hey, if you can get some of those nice benefits, it's good. Matter of fact, another uh, recent benefit was American Airlines said that they were going to give a full day of use for their prestigious Admirals Club to anyone who has a clout score of 55 or higher. And you don't even have to fly American Airlines that day. 
And so here you go. Have a uh, enjoy our lounge uh, on us, no charge to you. If your cloud score is fifty five or higher, and they check it out, you know, you submit your name, your uh, Twitter handle, and then they go over and check and see do you have a cloud score greater than fifty five. Great advertising for them. They're connecting directly with people who want their service, who are very influential, and we'll talk about it. And it's a wonderful way for all parties involved to benefit. Wonderful. We're going to go to commercial break right now, and we should be back with you again in just another couple of minutes. So speak to you again soon. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high-potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. We spend 70% of our week in the office. What is the difference between enjoying your job and enduring it? The number one motivator is a positive work environment. And that's where Real Recognition Radio comes in. Join your hosts, Roy Saunderson and S. Max Brown, as they take a look at the positive factors of the workplace, such as employee rewards, recognition, incentives, and much more. Tune in to Real Recognition Radio. Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, it's Chris Cooper of bemoreachievemore.com. And uh, with Terry Brock, and we're talking about clouds and how influential are you. Terry, I'm quite interested that there has been some negative press about clouds and i just wonder if you could maybe you know tell us a, a bit about what that is and uh and enable us to kind of understand it really yeah there was some particularly a few years ago there was uh, more when people said well hey i'm more than a number and you shouldn't make a decision based on the number and uh they said well hiring managers using only cloud is wrong well cl- hiring managers use a lot more than one scale they use several when they're hiring someone and people that are making hiring decisions do that uh, a lot of that criticism has really subsided lately and i think it's because there was a lot of misunderstanding people thought clout was one thing when as they get into it and see it more realize it really is about being a good social media citizen and it's a way to say hey we're going to measure this quantitatively they're testing 12 billion data points every day to find out okay how are you doing and using big data crunching lots and lots of numbers they're able to come up with okay how many people responded to that tweet that you sent how many times was it retweeted and each of these people, what were their scores that retweeted it? So if you get someone who is retweeting what you're doing and they have a clout score of 95, for instance, way up there, that's going to have more impact and is weighted higher than someone who might have a clout score of 10 who would then retweet it. It wouldn't have the same factor. So they do a lot of massive number crunching to come up with it. And now we see this is really important. And that's why brands are increasingly embracing this because they realize they want to reach people who are influential, particularly influential in given topics, so that if someone who is really influential commands the trust of a lot of people, that person is the one you want saying good things about your brand, your company, versus saying being displeased with what you're doing. Could you just help us understand you know, that score between naught and 100? So... You mentioned there that a particular company 
um, so you know, people over 55 were people I kind of targeted. You know, what is, what is a good clout score to have? I mean, I think I kind of range at the moment from sort of 56 up to up to 60. That kind of a, a range, it fluctuates a bit mm-hmm. depending on how active I've been. Um, but I don't really have um, too much of a sense of, you know, whether that's a good clout score or whether it's uh, – uh, until you said 55 there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, if you're in the uh, 40 or above, then you're in the uh, top 50% of people, the score being 40 or above. If you're 50 to 60, you're doing well. And what you want to do is look at certain things you're doing that just aren't being recognized because you haven't proactively said, yes, I want to. Matter of fact, let me give this to your listeners right now. One thing you'll want to do is go over to clout, that's with a K, K-L-O-U-T dot com. And if you have a Twitter account, by default, your clout, you have a clout score and your clout score is being measured. What you'll want to do is to go into the profile, the settings, and then you'll see the various platforms that they recognize. They recognize Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Foursquare. They're looking at key platforms that are there. And if you're using those, go ahead and connect. You have to do it. You have to proactively say, yes, I give you permission to look at my Facebook account, for instance. And I would set that up with your Facebook profile more than your Facebook business page, unless, of course, you are a business and you want to have your business then rated that way. And that, by the way, is good for a business so that they can make sure that they're doing what's right in clout and doing what's right in social media. So for each person as an individual, if someone is an author, if they're a professional speaker, if they're a coach, a facilitator, they're uh, an accountant, uh, someone with that that is interested in clout score, go over there and make sure you've connected all of those. And many times we do that with people, they see a definite bounce in their clout score, and it can be quite dramatic. And then when you get up around the 60s, it starts getting even more attention. I know some people were talking about having uh, conferences where they would invite people who have a clout score of 70 or higher to come in. And think about it. If you were a brand and you were selling services to key people, wouldn't you like to know that at a conference – you got people that are all Scott score of 70 or above, and these are people who are highly influential saying good things about you. Mm, it's really, really, really interesting, isn't it? Really kind of, you know, de, it's another demarcation. It's for like, you know, you have these clubs, sort of multimillionaire clubs and billionaire clubs and things like that. Yeah, I guess you've now got a you know, clout score over 70 clubs. Yeah, it, it is one of those things that are there that we do need to be aware of. In a way, over here in the United States, we have what's called a FICO, the F-I-C-O uh, score that uh, looks at your credit rating and how you're doing from Fair Isaac. And uh, it's something that banks are going to look at. Credit unions are going to look at that score that you have. Uh, however, it's private. Only you see it and only those people that you want to see it would be able to see that. With clout, it's a little different. The world can see it. And as an example, there was a famous story was in Wired magazine uh, last year of a person who was applying for a job at a marketing firm. And uh, he went, he had a good background, very good marketer himself. He wanted to get a job at this marketing advertising agency. And right down to the very last interview, uh, there was everything's going well. And then they said, oh, by the way, what, what is your clout score? And he said, what's a clout score? And they said, hold on a minute. They went over to the computer, typed a few keys, and it came up and found out his cloud score was a 34. And then uh, the person that eventually got hired, he was not, got hired, had a cloud score of 68. And so that factor was there. They both, both candidates were really good. Both candidates knew their stuff in that area. But the cloud score was a differentiating factor. And so it's been said for a long time, what is important is what important people think is important. And so we've got to focus on what those important people are looking at. And if people who make buying decisions about you, your services are looking at clout and your clout score, then it's something that we need to pay attention to. And the good news is basically if you're on social media already, 
You just need to make sure it's recognized. Like I mentioned, go over to clout.com and connect your scores, connect your accounts with clout so that it can, with your permission, monitor what you're doing. And then do certain things like we address in the book. You know, do these kind of steps on a regular basis, producing quality content, sending out content that's uh, on a regular basis. People see and enjoy it and then they comment on it. Then that's going to help your clout score and it really will make a difference. Now, one of the things I noted on there, there was a tick box about uh, allowing clout to put posts onto your Twitter and onto your social media channels. I've, I've never ticked that. Mm-hmm. Is that something that's important or that's something that can be nice, but not necessarily. It actually can help you because you see your clout score is not contingent on what you're saying. It's on what others are saying about you. Some people think, oh, well, I'll get uh, a whole bunch of Twitter followers and then I'm okay. <laughs> and they go over and for a certain amount of money, they buy a lot of followers. Now, I'm going to put the word followers in quotes because they're really not followers. They're not even, in many cases, not even human beings. They're just robots. And so people have bought that and they think, oh, look, I've got 100 bazillion followers. That must help my cloud score. No, it has no effect whatsoever. What will matter is the number of people who respond to what you do. So, for instance, if Chris Cooper puts out a tweet that says, here's a good phrase or here's something that's uh, good, and the number of people who retweet that will directly affect your clout score. And so what you want to do is create retweetable tweets. Make sure that you put out content that is really good. That means you don't just go out there and go, hi, I'm wonderful, buy my stuff. Or we've got a sale on this widget. People don't get excited about that. But if you put out information that people find really valuable on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, then you will find you do much better. And Twitter and Facebook, by the way, are the two most prominent platforms where you want to be for CloudScore. That's where most people are. More people are on those two platforms than the others. And so that's where you want to be predominantly. But if you're on LinkedIn, make sure you get that as well. That will help. I'm, for instance, I have an account with Foursquare, but I really don't use Foursquare at all. It doesn't really match with my lifestyle and what I do. I have an account, but there's uh, like zero response that I get from it. However, Google Plus, that is counted. And so you, if you have a presence on Google Plus and are using it, you want to make sure that is linked to cloud and they're watching it. Right. So if you so that won't um, doesn't dilute the fact that you've got Foursquare, but you're not really using it because it just takes an average maybe of influence by the other three uh social media channels. Yes, it's looking at the others that you're using. And if you're not using one, that's not going to count against you. What it's going to do is it's going to say, okay, fine, you've got that, but no big deal. But if you ever did something there, that's okay. It's nice that uh, you did it. It's nice that you have a presence there and uh, it counts in your favor. So how important is the, I can see the real benefit of having a clout score and uh, as a a really measure of your influence you know, how seriously should we take these kind of vendors and perks on them? I mean, for example, being someone based in the UK, I see the offers on there are very American centric and not at the moment always of great value to me. Uh, is it something that's becoming more international? Yes, that's a key factor. They started in the United States, and that's where they have the predominance of the factors that are there. However, the nice thing about cloud is, again, more than anything, it's a measuring stick to help you determine how are you doing. Think like the BMI. If you have a way to just test yourself against a BMI, all you're doing is just checking what how you're doing, and that is very beneficial. You're able to determine, am I making progress? You know, I ate such and such last week. Did it help me to increase and to have a better BMI, or did I get uh, a worse BMI after doing this? And when I did this exercise, am I getting the results? And so uh, as you would step on, uh, say, a bathroom scale to find out how you're doing, the clout score gives you the ability to check that. Now, the perks, they're just a little extra benefit that you'll get, uh, and sometimes you'll need to proactively do it, like my friend J.B. Glossinger did, telling the airline that, uh, hey, my cloud score is here, go check it out, and uh, then let me know if there's anything you can do. Sometimes that will work, sometimes it won't, but it's at least worth trying. Mm. So how do you raise your cloud score? I'm sure there's people here with clouds, using clouds, and I'm wondering, how do I 
move from you know, my 56 to 60 up to 70 or something like that? How do you do it? Well, it's about the amount of influence that you can render online. So how do you do that? Well, by creating compelling content. That's one thing to do. And besides, it's a cool alliteration. Create compelling content. Produce good audio. Like, for instance, Chris, what you're doing here, you're creating this radio show. You've got something that people can use. They learn how to be more and achieve more and better their lives. People that like that and say, hey, this was a great episode. I liked what was said. And they send that out. Then that's going to help you. Also, uh, putting out tweets on Twitter that are really good that people go, I like this. And they retweet it. Or people that mention you. And when they will use you and mention using the at sign in your uh, Twitter handle, then that helps your cloud score as well. So that is the way to do it. For instance, a lot of times on Facebook, a, a little technique that can help a lot is using a picture. A picture of something that people go, ooh, I like that. And when people like it on Facebook, that is giving you clout juice as well. So you're able to get clout juice because someone says, I like that. Or they comment. They leave a comment on your Facebook page. They're leaving that on there in your profile and say, hey, great to see you, or ooh, I like that. For instance, if you were in, uh, let's say you went down uh, from Leicester down to London, and you took a picture of uh, Big Ben, and you say, here we are in London, and Big Ben is still there today, or something like that. And the number of people that go, ooh, I like that, and they start clicking like, that is going to help your score as well. And so it's a matter of engaging with people, being with them, and putting out information that's profound. Another thing that works over on LinkedIn, for instance, is putting in uh, good content that you see elsewhere. And when you put in content that people say, I really like that article, you put in, here's a here's an article that might be over on a Harvard Business Review or in uh, the London Times, or it might be uh, from The Guardian or whatever, a story that you saw and you liked it, you put it out there with a link to it, and people say, oh, I like that story, and they click like, that's going to help you on LinkedIn, that will help you on Twitter, that can help you on Facebook. So you want to be able to have a system that puts it on all of those. Very good. I'm really interested as well how you keep consistency, consistently doing this. You know, the internet mm -hmm. seems to have a short attention span. So that consistency of keeping putting Twitters and information on Facebook and and LinkedIn. But as business business people, we don't always have lots of time for social media. So, what's your tips on how to do that effectively? Yeah, that's going to be very important because being consistent is critical. And we found that a good way to do that is to have systems in place that help you. Having checklists of what you're going to do on a daily and weekly basis and having those checklists set up. Also using tools. We talk about some of the tools that are available in the book. Here, let me share one of them with you right now. It's called HootSuite, H O O T. S-U-I-T-E. Hootsuite is a very popular tool so that you can schedule tweets to go out. Rather than sending out uh, 40,000 tweets to go out in five minutes, that'd be a little ridiculous. But if you schedule a tweet to go out, say, four times a day or five times a day or determine what's best for you, some can do it more than that, doing something like that then helps you that you put in a lot of good content that you would read and then you program that to go out on a regular basis for people so many times a day on Twitter, a few times maybe on Facebook or on LinkedIn. And so that way more people get a chance to experience that and to see it. And when people, for instance, watch your YouTube channel, that would be important to ask them to tweet about it. YouTube itself is not part of the clout score. I think it should be. And we talked to the people directly at Cloud. We went out there and sat down with the wonderful people that were there. And by the way, they agreed with us. They said, yes, we'd like to. We're looking at all that. But they don't have access to the codes right now for YouTube to do that. That's something they're working on. And I suspect there's a good chance that we'll have that in the future. But uh, make sure that you're constantly giving good information, putting out those content, the pictures, the articles, the videos. For instance, you might shoot a video on and put it on YouTube and then go over into Twitter and say, be sure and watch this. And as people watch it, they come back and like it or they retweet it. That would be a way to help your cloud score. Great. I watched the video that you did with interview with the co-founder of cloud, which I enjoyed. And I'd recommend people go and listen to that. 
um, that thing was at cloudmatters.com. And I think he did talk in there about, um, you know, being influential versus being noisy. Because I get frustrated with people like me putting me on, on their newsletters yes. without necessarily knowing. And I, I get all of this stuff coming through. And I sometimes feel inundated by it. And it's kind of noisy rather than meaning, meaningful for me. Do you have any recommendations? So we've only got about a minute, so we'll have to continue this after the break. But any recommendations for people to uh, make sure they're being influential and meaningful rather than noisy and annoying? Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to explain this a little bit more after the break. But it's really important to consider you must be more engaging rather than broadcasting broadcasting is what we did before, like here's all the stuff and you just spray it out there versus engaging, which requires you have to listen to what people want, what they're asking for. And then when they respond, you are in, the, in turn responding to them. There's a whole different mentality, which we can talk about after the break, but it's a different way of doing things today in social media. And that, again, is where clout really helps us to understand what works in social media that uh, didn't work before and what worked before doesn't work in social media. Clout is the way to measure that and to help you know what to do. Very helpful tool by the sounds of things. I think well, we should be back again in just another couple of minutes. And after the break, we shall uh, move into some more information about how you can increase your clout score using Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter, etc. So do join us again in just a couple of minutes. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program. One-to-one -one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Do you, like most Americans, spend the majority of your life at work? Are you making it the joy that it deserves to be, or are you feeling drained and unfocused? Tune in to A Great Place to Work with hosts Kurt Kaufman and Dr. Kathy Sorensen. Your hosts have more than 30 years of experience in workplace consulting and are ready to bring you the secrets and success stories of businesses who are making their business a great place to work. Listen every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel and enjoy a better workplace and a better life. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. tuned in to Be More, Achieve More with host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to info at bemoreachievemore.com. That's info at bemoreachievemore.com. Now, back to Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Terry Brock. We're talking about clout. How influential are you? Terry, how would you recommend people get started with clout? Because I imagine there's a few people here listening to this thinking, I kind of heard of this clout thing. They're starting to understand it now, but how do I get started? Well, to get started, it's very easy. And what you're doing is you're just going to let clout recognize what you have been doing and the things that you're doing. You want to make sure it's recognized. You go over to clout.com. That's with a K, K-L-O-U-T.com. And be sure and check on the uh, settings. And then on, within those settings, you'll look at connected networks. And matter of fact, I'm on my other computer right now looking at that. You'll see that Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, very important, by the way, Instagram, Google+, LinkedIn, Bing, that's Microsoft's Bing, the search engine, and Foursquare are what they're particularly paying attention to. And you want to make sure that if you're using those, those are plugged in, those are linked, and you'll see that uh, Cloud is paying attention to that. Here's one quick way thing you can do. If you're taking a lot of pictures, try going through Instagram. If you take pictures through Instagram, send them over to Facebook or Twitter, that gives you some extra clout juice. It's just a little trick. You're doing pictures already. Just do it that way, and it helps to recognize it a little bit more. Google Plus, you'll stay in there, and you'll be active with that. But again, the top two that you really want to focus on 
Twitter and Facebook, Twitter particularly. And Twitter is really good. And what I was saying before the break is it's very important to change the mentality of thinking. Many people think, oh, I just want to send a message out. I want to blast it out to everybody so that they hear my message about my upcoming event or my product, and I want everybody to buy that. That's not the way to do it. Social media is about engaging. It's called social media for a reason. It's not spam media. It's not selling media. It's not come buy my stuff media. It's social. It's connecting with people and engaging with them. That means you need to be there. When someone says, hey, I'm looking for a good dentist on the north side of Reading. I just moved to Reading and looking for a dentist. Anyone know a good dentist here? You want to be there to respond when you can. If you know of a dentist, then you can say, hey, I've heard that so-and-so is very good. Or I don't know, but my friend um, Bob in Reading might know about that. And you work to engage people. Think of it like uh, membership at a country club at a very prestigious country club. You're connecting with people and helping them to achieve their goals. So that's a good way to get started. Change your mentality and then get over to clout.com. Make sure you've got your networks connected and start thinking about how you can produce content that is relevant and compelling for others. Don't just say, hi, I'm wonderful, here's stuff. You want to find out, is this stuff that I'm saying really good? How many people are really responding to it? And pay attention to when people do respond, notice what kind of articles you write. Say, for instance, if you have a blog, you want to find out how many people are responding. And on your blog, ask them to retweet it. Ask them to send it out over Facebook because your blog by itself will not contribute to your clout score. Very important to know that. Some things don't. I wish they did, and that's something we mentioned in the book. Uh, it's just that right now the way things are set up is very difficult to do that. And Clout uh, is open to it. They are very open to measuring whatever is going to be important. But that's something you want to look at. And uh, in our book, we have a lot of really good interviews. There's about 11 video interviews that you access through a QR code or a link. And you can go over and watch real-world people talking about what they did. One of them, for instance, is uh, uh, Randy Gage. Randy Gage is a person that a few years ago didn't know anything about Twitter, started using it, and within two years, he was able to attribute directly $2 million in sales that he generated because of using Twitter and using Twitter and working with cloud, getting that in there. He has been able to do a lot. Randy Gage is now on sabbatical. He's taken off, kind of pulled back, and so his cloud score has gone down, but that's okay. It's by, uh, by choice and what he has done. But he has uh, done that. And in the book, we have the video interview with him over Skype and recording. You get a chance to hear what he's doing. Other people also that are doing very well with it, you hear what they're doing and how they're doing it, uh, making Skype uh, or, excuse me, making cloud work for them. Excellent. Excellent. So it, it's about, I, I actually love that, uh, you know, really, when you mentioned there about the country club, mm -hmm. um, I, you know, what that conjured up for me was actually thinking about when you're sending out social media, when you're going to meet people that you want to, you want to really add value to and you want them to go away feeling good about you, you know, those important meetings with people that you respect, then you're careful about what you say, aren't you? You, yes. you might have with them and you might show them a bit about who you are but you you're focused around intelligent communication mm, yes and, you know th getting into that mindset when you're putting social media out i think could help you know, remove quite a lot of this noise <laughs> Yes. Very good point, Chris, that uh, the noise is something we don't want. And when you think about it, it's kind of like spam. Noise is very closely related to spam. Spam is something that uh, I don't want. I don't want to get a message on that. So that means you carefully select your words. You're polite, you're businesslike, and you have fun, you enjoy, but you're also professional. Always. That means uh, let's suppose you're celebrating and you have had a, a particularly momentous time. You go out and you decide to celebrate and uh, maybe you're served very well. You would not get behind the wheel. You would say, no, 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 no. We had, oh, we're going to get a driver. We're going to get a designated driver. We're going to take a taxi, whatever. Same thing, by the way, on social media. Just kind of put those alerts there to say, no, there's a time I'm not going to get on social media and say, even though I might think, oh, it's okay right now. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Friends don't let friends tweet when they're drunk. <laughs> and so make sure, <laughs> make sure that you're doing it at certain times and not. Have fun. Yes, get out there. Have fun. Do it. But be responsible always.
excellent. Well, also, I learned about Instagram there. I'd never heard of Instagram, so that's very helpful. I wonder about uh, uh, Wikipedia, because that's something I don't even know how to get onto Wikipedia, to be honest, apart from using it as a search engine. But can that help raise your cloud score? Oh, yes. I appreciate you mentioning that, because Wikipedia is a strong, strong factor in calculating your cloud score. If you have a Wikipedia page, that is going to boost your cloud score significantly. Now, getting a Wikipedia page is another story. You don't just go over and say, okay, I'll put one up, because you can't put it up yourself. And uh, with that, in normal course, you're not going to be able to hire someone unless certain procedures are done. But you can get a Wikipedia page if you are what they call notable. That means that you've done something that really is noteworthy, that you have uh, done something good or bad. Hopefully it's good, but you have done something that people go, wow, that's really important. So I would look into Wikipedia, particularly if you're a person that's been in the media. If newspapers, magazines, television shows have profiled you and what you have done, not just a book that you have done, not just something that you talked about, but something that you have done yourself. If you can get a Wikipedia page, that's a really good thing. My co-author, Gina Carr, is working with a lot of people uh, on that, and she actually offers a service for it of uh, helping people to see uh, if they qualify and if they qualify, pursuing that in a very scientific way. And she's got several clients that now have a Wikipedia page. And sure enough, we see every time their cloud score shoots up dramatically, uh, five to ten points, simply because of that Wikipedia page. Mm. I also noticed one or two people I've searched through Wikipedia and, and seen a bit like clout, actually. There's some you know good stuff in there about clout, but there's also some critical content in there about clout. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it isn't all it doesn't I don't know, it's, it seems to be sometimes somebody's opinion of you as opposed to I don't know, necessarily what you might feel is the, is the truth. I mean if you yeah. if someone you find yourself on Wikipedia and, and somebody had written something negative about you, can you change it or are you stuck with it? Well you can dispute it. You can say, wait a minute, that's not true and you know, show the evidence and then their editors will look at it and decide what to do. That's the way Wikipedia works. And so Wikipedia, yes, people can do it because when you think about it, they want to be out there and say, here's what's going on. Someone can say, oh, this person is wonderful. Let's use uh, the name Joe. Joe is wonderful. We're not talking about any specific Joe, but Joe is wonderful. He's great. He's done this. But someone says, wait a minute, wait a minute. You might not know this, but I know Joe personally. And three years ago, he robbed this bank and did this uh, nasty thing over here. And if it's true and they have evidence to back that up, here's the police report. Here's the picture of Joe when he was arrested and thrown in prison. Oh, now that's going to be in there and it will be part of it. That's the way Wikipedia works. And I think that for the sake of uh, most people that are looking at social media and cloud score and they're desiring to use this really for business, think about using Wikipedia, look into it, explore it, and if you think, hey, I have done some noteworthy things. I've been in this paper or this magazine or I did this major accomplishment. Find someone that can help you on that. Look at people. It's something we do. There's other people that do that as well. And explore it at least to find out if you can do it. And if you go, hmm, not there yet, well, then what you might want to do also is think about what can I do so that later on I can legitimately be on Wikipedia, have a page that they accept, and they consider it notable. So who, who should you engage with to help you to improve your cloud? Because uh, you mentioned that point there of you know, people buying friends. And I've had those sorts of emails saying, you know, I'll buy you another thousand friends on Facebook. And, and I've always ignored them. Good. I, I just wondered, you know, who should you engage and who should you actually avoid? I think that you want to avoid people that are doing those ex- precise things, saying, hey, we're going to sell you so many pay, get this many followers, we can do this. So, and, and actually, we've seen a lot of that decreasing now because it just doesn't work. And the marketplace has a way of finding out about that. What you want to do is you want to engage with people that have a reputation that's good, those that are showing through several different people. And matter of fact, that's where social media really comes in and does well. Let's suppose you're thinking of using ABC agency. And if there is an ABC agency, we're talking hypothetically here. So the, this hypothetical agency, ABC, who claims that they will help people, will then uh, send out a note on Facebook and on Twitter saying, hey, has anyone heard of ABC agency? I'm thinking about working with them. And watch the response. 
because it's the same way as if you were saying, I need to know a good doctor. I've just moved to, say, Manchester, and I need to know, is there a good doctor I can work with? Or what's a good restaurant on the south side of Manchester that uh, does this? Asking friends is going to be a very important way to do it. Social media gives you a tool to do it that's much better because you can reach more people and you get a chance to look at their comments very quickly and very easily. It really facilitates communication. So doing that proper research and then I would also go beyond that. That's primary research there. Do your secondary research as well. Do a Google search on them. Do a Bing search. Bing is a wonderful search engine. Remember when I was with AT&T as the editor-in-chief doing a lot of editing of uh, articles, and I had to constantly check on the authenticity, the credibility of certain claims and certain uh, uh, statements that people made that my uh, authors would make. I would use both Google and Bing to find out about that. And Bing is tied in closely with cloud as well. If many people say, hey, I'm doing a search on uh, uh, on Joe, let's go back and use Joe again, and many people are searching for Joe on Bing, then that really it does indicate objectively that Joe probably has a lot of influence, good or bad. If you get a lot of people searching for Joe on Bing, then you've got something there that says this person is a person you want to pay attention to, and that's why Bing and how many people – uh, do searches on Bing is a factor in your clout score as well. Excellent. We've got about a, a minute left um, before I need to just wrap up, Terry. So I just wonder if there's any final messages that you'd like to leave us? I would say that uh, clout is something that is really good. It's positive. It gives you the ability to measure how effective you are in being a good social media citizen. And it really comes down to connecting with people, engaging with them. And from a business point of view, ultimately what matters is not so much the clout score, but your bottom line. But the clout score is a way to help boost that bottom line. Focus on engaging with people, helping them, being there as a good social media citizen, and you'll do really well. Fantastic. Thank you, Terry. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk with you again today. Great to be with you, Chris. Always enjoyed talking with you. And if you want to find out more um, about uh, clout, uh, do go to cloutmatters.com. As Terry said, there's some great video content, um, even on the front page of that, which uh, is really valuable. For more information about Terry Brock, go to www.terrybrock.com. Um, our next show next week is going to be um, around how to become a business celebrity with Lucy Whittington. So do stay around for that. Uh, do look into clout if um, you're looking to develop your influence. It is an increasingly important tool, uh, well worth looking at. And um, I just wish you uh, a great week ahead. And I shall look forward to um, to sharing more great content with you again next week. And uh, thanks again to Terry in Florida. Thank you for listening to Be More, Achieve More. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, typically 4 p.m. London on the Voice America Business Channel. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your week.